when I saw that they brought out NFTs, the thing is like they've never brought out cryptocurrency. They've never brought out a version of Instagram doesn't have their own coin. You know, they've never brought out something like that. So even though like cryptocurrency is very viable and very powerful, there is a reason that they've jumped on NFTs and they've got the top level experts in the world advising them. Welcome to the Sisterhood Club podcast, where we talk all things business, Web3 and NFTs. We're on a mission to educate, elevate and empower women into the world of Web3. So join us on this journey as we learn together from leading experts. And remember, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. So please do your own research and enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of the Sisterhood Club podcast with myself, Georgie Hubbard. And me, Pam Caldwell. Today, we are very excited because we are joined by the wonderful Casey Iola. Casey is an incredible businesswoman whose mission is to help entrepreneurs build consistent online income streams to set themselves free from financial stress and free themselves from the nine to five so they take back control of their lives and live their dreams. Casey is also one of our amazing educators for the Sisterhood School and having completed her course recently, I can say it is the best social media course I've ever done. Things just started to fall into place, pins dropped for me, and I now understand what I'm doing on Instagram <laughs> for the first time ever. So Casey, amazing to have you here today and uh, just want to kick off. Um, tell us a little about yourself, your journey, and um, yeah, what brought you here today. So over to you. Yeah, cool. Thanks so much for having me, ladies. Um, yeah, thank you so much for the, the, the props as well on the course. And yeah, you set it perfectly with what I do. You encapsulated it. Amazing, <laughs> amazing, which I'll, I'll dive into. But um, yeah, a little bit of backstory for me. I might, I sound like I have a little bit of a funny accent. So um, long story short, I was actually born and raised in South Africa, moved to Australia when I was 16 and never really felt at home in Australia. So I took off traveling full time when I was 21. And I started traveling the world, solo traveling, backpacking. I then found cruise ships. I then ended up as an entertainer on cruise ships for four years and had an absolute blast doing that, was loving every second of it. And then the pandemic pandemic hit. And that obviously shut that industry down really, really quickly. But I went home and I was like, okay, I cannot go back to a nine to five job. Prior to going traveling, I was working in a very high corporate, like corporate position. Um, I was working for a finance company as a finance broker, one of their, like the national sales manager for a finance company. Like I was making amazing money, but I was miserable and I was working literally 365 days a week. Like my phone rang on Christmas day and I had to answer my phone because it was so competitive. And I was just like, this is not it. This is not a life. And I just, one day I went on a cruise, a vacation myself. And I said, this is it. This is what I got to do. I'm out of here. See you later. And quit my job. And and that was kind of history. So when I came back, I was like, there is no way I can go back to a nine to five. I have to find some sort of way to be able to keep traveling and go and do adventures and go and see the world. So I obviously, like everybody, didn't think the pandemic was going to last that long. But I was like, okay, by the time that it's over or by the time that I can travel freely again, 
I need to have something built where I'm making an online income so that I can go anywhere I want. And that was what started me down the route. I literally researched in lockdown. I researched all sorts of types of businesses. I researched um, affiliate marketing, um, you know, network marketing. I, you know, all the normal like online businesses, um, all sorts of things. Anyway, this one lady was like, oh, you should turn your knowledge into a course and become an online coach. And I was like, a coach? Who's going to listen to me being a coach? Like, what? I was like, I've never been a coach. I'm like 25 and I've, you know, all I've done is travel. But anyway, one of the things that um, somebody said to me, they were, I, went out, I put out to my network. I was like, okay, if you were to learn anything from me, if I was to coach you on anything, what would that be? And everybody came back with confidence. Like you're just like, oh, somehow you can just jump on stage, you know, in front of 3000 people and like act like a fool and have fun and just seem to have so much confidence. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's roll with this. So that's basically how I started out with um, coaching. So I started being a confidence coach and a mindset coach. And I got really deep into personal development and understanding, you know, how the mind works and mindset tools and mindset tricks and meditation and habits, healthy habits and all of that. Got into that. And I started doing it on my own and I couldn't, I was just sucking. I knew nothing about Instagram. I knew nothing about marketing. I knew nothing about online sales. I knew nothing. So I had a coaching business, was not making any money for about six months. And then I ended up finding my own coach. I got my first business coach and I joined his program and very quickly like implementing the things that he teaches, I just shot up and my business has kind of just gone up and up and up from there. But with that being said, he teaches, um, he doesn't, he teaches the basics of marketing, but I had to pick one platform and really roll with it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to pick Instagram and I'm going to learn absolutely everything I can about this platform. I'm going to pick this one platform and become the absolute master of it. I'm going to understand it inside and out. And then that's how I'm going to use it to grow my coaching business. And basically that's what I did. And I was just getting, you know, tons of clients from Instagram, directly from Instagram, not from any other platforms. And everybody else in this coaching program that I was part of were all like, oh, like, how are you doing that? How did you do that? How did you get that? Like, how did you get people to follow you? How did you do all of that? And I was like, oh, it's easy. You just do this. And oh, it's easy. You just do that. And that's when I realized there was like a massive gap in the market for um, service-based business owners who wanted to build a freedom style business because that's what like the COVID you know, world, everything was moving online, but had zero idea with social media and marketing. Mm. And it's like, well, there's so much contradicting information out there. Let me put something together. And that's in how I transitioned from like mindset and confidence coaching into Instagram coaching. So I was just doing like Instagram for beginners. And now it's developed because I've helped other business owners grow an online business. It's now more like let me show you how to grow a freedom-based business. You're making money online by using vehicle at, uh, using Instagram as your vehicle. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's what I said. You kind of encapsulated <laughs> it very well with the intro. So thank you for that. That's that's amazing. I know that Pam and I have got so many questions to ask you. Yep. So I'm going to let Pam speak at this point because she's choking yeah. to no, get that, stuck in. That is, that is really amazing. I love how you actually, you, I love how you actually started off with the whole confidence coaching. That is something that we, we hate to generalize, right? But I think that we know that women are incredibly risk averse. Um, they do struggle with self-belief um, in themselves. They don't put themselves forward for jobs, for example, unless they are 100% ticking everything that's written down in the job description. 
Um, you know, they don't like to speak up about what they're good at and shout it from the rooftops. Um, could, could you just like sort of talk to me a little bit about like when you started with the whole confidence coaching and what you sort of found? Like, was it was it all women that you coached? And if so, what were some of the the sort of interesting trends that you found would hold women back from really pursuing their dreams? Yeah. Okay. Uh, actually, it's funny you say that because when I did start my coaching, I was obviously targeting women because I was like, I'm a female. I understand women. Like, I'm going to put it out there. And it's really funny. My first two clients were men in their 40s. Wow. Those are my first two clients. And I was like, wow. So one, never like, you know, assume that somebody is or isn't your perfect client for one but two like a lot of things like yeah people were like well you're living this life where you just seem so free you just seem carefree like how how can you do that and the base of confidence like confidence for everybody is different and confidence is built in a lot of different ways you know you could be someone that's like I want the confidence to be able to go stand on stage and speak to 3,000 people that's a different type of confidence than someone's just like I just want to be able to stand up to my family when they're bullying me, or I want to be able to go out to a pub or a restaurant or a coffee shop by myself and not feel like everybody's eyes are on me. I want to have the confidence that I can, you know, walk into work and not feel dread and anxiety. And like, there's different levels of confidence. So I guess when you're, when you're starting to work with someone, you kind of need to see what those goals are and then kind of work yeah. backwards because everything as well, whenever somebody has, you know, this is something that I learned from my, my coach, whenever we have like a limiting belief or a fear or something that's holding us back, if you keep asking questions like, well, where does that come from? Where does that come from? Why do you feel like that? What do you think causes that? It all comes back to a base fear of feeling like I'm not enough and I'm fearing that I'm not loved. Mm-hmm. It comes from that. So if you can work from that basis outwards, when somebody, you can teach somebody to love themselves and feel enough, generally then confidence will come from any, any all the other areas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time when people don't have confidence, one of the main things, why don't you have confidence? Because you're fearing what other people are going to say, what mm-hmm. other people think of you. But when you can get past that, when you get past, well, actually what other people say doesn't actually matter and they don't affect my life. And why am I letting these people hold me back from doing this? And why am I feeling this way? Once you can figure that out, then you can obviously break through whatever the, and it's fun to see, like, it might take a while to get through those like breakthrough sessions, but then you get to that breakthrough session. It's like, boom. And it's like, actually, yeah. That's been I love that. a lie my entire life yeah. and I've released that. And then yeah. you can slowly start to work on confidence. Like, okay, small things, go to a coffee shop by yourself, send that email where you're asking for a promotion, you know, mm. little things it's, it's built confidence is a muscle as well. So once you yeah. can get out of your comfort zone and you can start pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone, then mm. you can start to build confidence. And that's how yeah. you can't just, basically wake up one day with it but it's definitely built so I hope I that love answers that. that question I love that and I think like you know social media can be a place that when you first start sharing your opinions you put your voice out there you feel incredibly exposed and you are really opening yourself up to a world of criticism and you need to be ready to welcome that and one of my favorite quotes is um other people's opinion of me is none of my business 
Um, And that's been something that, you know, I've sat with and I've really digested that. It's like not everyone is going to agree with you. Not everyone is going to love your content. Not everyone is going to engage with you. And that is okay Mm -hmm. as long as you're coming from a place of real a real genuine place and you're being very aligned with like who you are and your values I think that that's when everything just sort of starts falling in place and social media is such a beautiful place where you can really find your crew Mm -hmm. um I'm going to leave the freedom piece to you because this is something you've been passionate about for such a long time so I'm dying I've got so many questions um but but yeah (laughs) Yeah. And and I just want to, I've been nodding my head to everything that you've been saying, Casey, because I think like Pam's right. Like when we start anything new, it feels so unknown. It feels so just strange, you know, to put yourself out there, to do that post, to, you know, to send that email. It's all brand, brand new. And one of our human needs is that certainty. So it is really having the courage to take that first step. Right. And look, yeah, let's touch on like, obviously your mission in life. So now that you've got this online business, these revenue streams, like how has your life changed, you know, for the better, but also let's, let's just sort of touch upon like what it's taken you to get there, because there is no such thing as an overnight success. People will see you now traveling, you know, I know we've both got our, our vans, you know, which we love going off and doing our little trips and stuff, which is amazing. But, you know, it's really easy from the inside looking out to go, oh, it's all right for them. You know, they've got, they've got it all, you know, the, they, they've, they've ticked all those boxes now but you know, what's the journey been like for you and how has your life changed from setting up this business <coughs> yeah oh great question great question yeah mm. so when I came back from the cruise ships I obviously like that ended really suddenly so I didn't have any savings I didn't have any plan I hadn't actually lived in Australia for years you know, it always just been like my base, like to come reset and then go off again. Like that was always like my folks place. But now it's suddenly like, oh, damn, I'm here. So, yeah. So the building my business, like I, my parents still say to me this day, like whenever I go home, like I don't really have much. Even when I go home to visit Australia now, which I'll touch on, I don't really have much of a life because I literally just sit and work. One, I love it. So I can sit and work the entire time. So that's one thing that helps. But yeah, absolutely. There was days where I literally was up at four o'clock in the morning, even earlier, three o'clock in the morning, because I had training calls, you know, these group training calls that you do in courses. That was at like four o'clock in the morning. I then would work because we were in lockdown, didn't have anything else to do. I would then work from four o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night, pass out, wake up, work from four o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night. And the problem is like looking back at that now, I was literally just throwing darts at the wall in the dark, just trying to figure it out. But you have to do that in the beginning. I would never have gotten, I would never have gotten to Instagram coaching and business coaching if I had not gone through that freaking hard work. I worked my ass off for six months before I made even a single sale. Mm-hmm. before I made a single sale. And to be honest, I didn't do, like I probably would have worked another six months before I got my first sale if I hadn't hired a coach to kind of mm-hmm. take an outside perspective because sometimes when you're too close to something, you can't mm-hmm. see what's going wrong. You can't see what you're doing wrong. You need to have like that outside perspective. That's why I'm so passionate about having a coach or a teammate or you know, a, a, a whatever it is, like an accountability buddy or whatever it is. But yeah, I, I did. I worked my ass off. And my one goal was to make enough money to buy the van because that was, I was like, okay, I'm going to be in Australia for a while. The van life was actually my plan anyway. I was supposed to do it in Canada. And I was already talking to builders in like Washington state because I was on ships. 
I was going to do my nine month contract on ships. And I was already talking, I'm like, yep, I get out on this date. I'm going to pick the van up and I'm going to go through Canada. That was going to be my plan. I only did one month of my, that ship contract and then was sent home. But then I was like, okay, I'm in Australia now. I want to now travel Australia. It doesn't look like it's going to open up anytime soon. I haven't seen my own backyard. So why don't I travel Australia? And that's when I was like, I want to do van life. And I was like, how am I ever going to be able to afford a van? How? Like, how am I ever? It just seemed $50,000 to buy a van that's not even built just seemed like a ridiculous amount of money. And But I put it on my business board and I just worked. I just put my head down and I worked and I knew what I was working for. And I started my business in April. I started my business in April. I hired my coach in August. And by the end of September, we picked up my van. Wow. So from the time of like hiring my coach till we picked up the van, I'd made $50,000 in like a month and a half, which was amazing. And I was like, Mm. boom, let's do it. Like, let's go. This is actually going to happen. And they managed to build it to the point where as I was traveling, you know, then I could, I could just take off. And I was like, see you later. Bye. And I worked from my laptop. I ran my coaching calls and I traveled Australia um, until I made my way up to Darwin and um, had a couple of medical issues up there, but made my way up to Darwin, ended up being state, like had to stay in Darwin for about three months. But the first week that I got there, I met a boy (laughs) and I started hanging out with this guy and we were like, I was like, oh, I'm only here for three months. He was an American. He's a U.S. Marine. So he was on deployment and he's like, well, I'm only here for another three months as well. Hey, do you just want to hang out and go do cool stuff? He's like, do you want to go skydiving and go shark cage diving? And I was like, yeah, that's what I'm all about. Absolutely. He's like, I don't really work here. I do a little bit in the morning and then I'm kind of free all day. So I was like, sweet, perfect. That's my lifestyle as well. And he's like, I want to go travel and do stuff. So it was awesome. Anyway, three months down the track, we have obviously grown very close. And he's like, I'm going back to the US. Do you want to come with? And I said, yeah, you know what? Why not? Drove the van back down home, hopped on a plane and came over to the US. And now I've been living on and off in the US with him for uh, since November, November last year. But the, the my whole point to the story is I would never have been able to do that if I didn't build an online business. I would yes. never, if I just had a station job in Darwin, let's say if I just gone up to Darwin and I was working, then there was no way I would be able to just go, yeah, why not? Let's go to America. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, my life's completely changed. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And I just think that you've like, I talk a lot about like designing the life that you want and everything you've just said, then I'm, I'm sat here smiling because you know, it is, it's the ultimate freedom to do when you want, how you want, who you, with who you want. Right. And the fact that you could just go to Darwin, came back, met a boy. Now you live between Australia and America. Like that's, that's so exciting. I think like that is what so many people want. So let's just say like there, there might be someone listening to this right now that is, you know, thinking God, you know, I, I'd love to get to where Casey is. Like, what would be your advice to like, where should this person begin? You know, just how, how should they start? Yeah. Yeah. Um, great question. So uh, before I answer that, I want to touch on something that will, you know, bring it together. You said something like, what was your life's mission? Like what's, you know, Mm. know, what's your life's mission around this? Before I even started my coaching business, when I was traveling, um, people always used to say to me, God, I wish I could do what you do. And I'm like, Mm. you can, Mm. I'm not special. I traveled for five years before I built an online business making less than $15,000 a year. That's what I made less than $15,000 a year on 
odd jobs here and there and then cruise ships cruise ships do not pay well let me tell you they do not pay well but you have a blast they pay you all you eat for free you know you you don't make any money from cruise ships pretty much um unless you're in like a really good position but um I got to travel but there's lots of ways you could do that you know before I knew about like online business I always used to say like become an air hostess or hostess Mm. um go work on yachts um go get a gap year in London and take your weekends off and go travel Europe. Like there is no reason why you can't do what I'm doing. There, I'm not special in any way, but I know what I want and I'm like, well, I'm going to figure out how to get it. Mm-hmm. I don't have it right now, but I'm going to figure out how to get it. If other people mm-hmm. can get it. I remember used to, I remember we used to watch, you know, the, the pretty much basically what people see from us. I used to watch all of those travel people and I'm like, how are they doing it? Like how? Yeah. I'm not good at photography. So how, how am I going to ever become an Instagram travel influencer? That was initially mm-hmm. my goal. Um, but I, my point is like anybody can do it, but you have to, you have to be willing to do it. You have mm-hmm. to be willing to put in the work. And I was, I was having a conversation mm-hmm. with one of my clients today and I'm like, what's hard? Like building a business is hard. But what's harder, sitting in something that you don't like doing, not filling your potential for 30, 40, 50 years, mm-hmm. or working your ass off for two years to have a life of your dreams? 100%. You know, why, why you can work 80 hours a week now and take the rest off, not really off, you'll always work. Mm-hmm. You know, when you fall in love with what you do, you'll always be working, but it feels like you're off. Because you can set your own schedule, you can work when you want, you can hire team people, you can hire a team to help you and change their life for the life-changing salary. Like that's one of my things. But anyway, if somebody wants to start, you've just got to start. You've got to not know what the end result is. And another another thing I always say is like, okay, if you've decided that you want to embark on this, this journey, you want to get to a freedom-based lifestyle, amazing. Imagine it like you decided to go on a hike to the top of a mountain right but when you get to the bottom of the mountain it's early and there's a lot of fog on the mountain so you can't see the top of the mountain Mm -hmm. but what you can see is five meters in front of you and what happens is as you walk five meters another five meters reveals itself that's how fog works basically Mm -hmm. so that's my analogy was like if you want to start something you do not have to see the end result because 99 percent of the time the top of that mountain is going to be completely different to what you thought it would be when you started Mm -hmm. but if you're trying to assume what it's going to be at the end and never start or overthink, 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 and never take action, then you're never going to get to the top anyway. It's like sitting in the mountain going, oh, I can't wait till the cable car is built. I'm just going to sit here until they decide to build a cable car and take me up to the top of the mountain. That's like people who are just trying to sit back and wait for their life to happen for them. And that's never going to happen. So, yeah. I love that. And I I do love a good analogy. I love like the iceberg (laughs) analogy as well. And, you know, it is true. I think like a lot of people do kind of, you know, a lot of people are, they're not creators, they're consumers on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And what they see is the tip of the iceberg, the success, Mm -hmm. the lifestyle, the freedom, but what they haven't saw is that iceberg building over many, many, many years underwater. Mm -hmm. They just see it crashing right through. And, um, you know, there there isn't, there's no such thing as overnight success. You know, even if we touch upon Georgie and I have got another business, which is actually a recruitment firm, you know, I've, I've been in recruitment for 16 years, you know, but Mm -hmm. it took me 
12 years before I had the confidence and the self-belief and the right skill set and toolkit to be able to launch my own business mm-hmm. you know yes. so everything it's it's there's a lot of time in the making and it takes drive it takes dedication it takes hard work however having the right recipe to know how to really elevate an online business mm-hmm. is the key you know mm-hmm. you cannot do it alone I until six weeks ago had very much always been a social media consumer um I was consuming 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 that's what I spent my time doing and then you um obviously just get so caught up and I would spend you know what was it probably a couple of hours a day just scrolling and scrolling watching other people's stories um and then when sisterhoods club um came up and I started getting really interested in nfts um and Georgie was speaking to the sisterhood school I just felt so lit up and I had never really thought about taking that leap from consumer to content creator I genuinely did not see that as a a, a sort of route that I would ever go down Um, but it's been so exciting and like that I feel so incredibly passionate about what we're doing and by doing your course having that knowledge and understanding as to how to actually use social media to my benefit to elevate my life it's been it's been phenomenal so the course has been absolutely fantastic um Mm -hmm. and I am the kind of person that likes a little bit of an A to Z Mm -hmm. um, because I was coming into it completely unknown um and it's been absolutely fantastic so on that point um what what sort of um being a part of the sisterhood club um what what interested you in sisterhood club from your initial discussions with with Georgie um and why are you excited to be a part of it yeah cool um (laughs) so it was it was weird because I get messages on Instagram every day with people who are like, hey, I have this opportunity for you. Do you want to jump on a phone call? And 99% of the time, I'm just like, nah. Like, no, thank you. Not interested. I don't even care what it is. I don't, I, I'm, no, not interested. But for some reason, I always trust my gut. I always trust my gut. And when I get a good vibe about something, I'm always like, oh, actually, let me just see what they have to say. I did the same thing with my coach. Um, I had a bit of pro, before I hired the coach that um, I, I had or still have, um, it was the same thing. A lot of other coaches, when you show that you're trying to build a business, a lot of other people try and approach you and they say, hey, look, we can help you do this. And nothing just sat right. I listened to one podcast episode of this guy and I approached him and I said, you need to coach me like you need to be my coach. So I've always trusted my gut. Um, the other thing was they messaged me. I was a bit of a pain in the behind. I was like, actually, I know you want to run through this on the on a phone call, but I need you to spell it out for me so that I understand what I'm getting into because I don't like getting on phone calls that I'm then trapped in and I don't really want to be in or, you know, it's trapped in a sales phone Fair. call or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. Time is um, your most valued commodity yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah. The other benefit is they had a van. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was that was one thing. And I was like, actually, they have a van. They must be cool people. Yeah. So and we just we must have just missed each other because you guys came into town like through my town when I'd, had, I'd taken too long to reply and they'd like already passed through my town, which is literally, I reckon it was about a week in it. Yeah. That. yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah. So, and I was interested and, and the thing is like, I'd heard this word NFT has been kind of thrown around. And the mm-hmm. thing is, um, I used to be that person that I was like, Oh, it's just a fad, you know, whatever it was. Like I, I was always, slow to jump onto the mark until I saw it really taking off one of So for example, like TikTok, you know, when TikTok came out, I was building my business 
Uh, but I was like, oh, TikTok's stupid. Like, it's not going to go anywhere. It'll crash. Like, Instagram's the place to be. And now, like, damn, I wish I'd gotten on TikTok. I mean, it's not still not too late, but in those early mm-hmm. stages. Mm-hmm. So I kind of swore to myself, and I'm a big, like, Gary Vee person. And I remember yeah. listening to something that Gary Vee said, literally as well, like, 2017, this was before podcasting was big. He said the next biggest platform is going to be an audio-based platform. That was something he said in one of his books, Crush It. He said the next big platform is going to be an audio-based platform. So a lot of the time, and then obviously podcasting became so big. So I started listening to a lot of what he said. So he started mentioning the stuff about NFTs. Same with, you know, cryptocurrency. When cryptocurrency came out, I was like, it's stupid. It's a fad. I'm not interested. And now I'm like, phoning my brother, I'm like, what's going on with the market? (laughs) Tell me what I need to do. So I'm starting to get into it. So when, you know, you guys messaged me and like, hey, we have this, one, I didn't understand it, but I was like, okay, let me find out about this NFTs things because it's apparently this is the way to go. And I don't know, just to be perfectly honest, I had to do a lot more research after we spoke because I still didn't understand it. But once I did, I'm like, oh, damn, like this, thank goodness I trusted my gut. Because something had brought us together for a reason. And I was like, great, this is the next, you know, I'm not going to turn down this because I'm like, eh, I don't really understand it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that, that you were just so open to it as well. And I think that, I think what you could understand as well is that like, we're not just building, you know, 10,000 pieces of art. We're actually building a really strong utility and something that is going to offer huge value to all of the sisters. And I am just so grateful that your course is going to be available to all of the sisterhood holders, because honestly, for any anyone that wants to grow a business online, this honestly is the course. I have never had something laid out so perfectly. Like Pam said, from A to Z, it, it just goes through everything. And before we jumped on this call, like, you know, you even saying how much you're just updating it all the time. So as new things happen, you know, with, um, with Instagram, like, you know, all the new sort of things that come up every single week, it feels like you're, you're on that. So you'll be updating your course as you go. But the one thing obviously that Instagram has now just announced is that they're, you know, based basically going to be including nfts in the platform so people be able to display the nfts so i'd love to get your thoughts on that and how you think that will not only impact instagram but also impact the whole like nft space have you sort of got any thoughts on on that i guess yeah absolutely um when i saw that adam mazzozzi missouri Missouri, whatever his name is um (laughs) the ceo of instagram when i saw that he'd posted that i was like damn Now, Instagram is a very powerful platform in that they're doing a lot to be the most powerful platform. So Mm -hmm. anywhere where they're seeing proper opportunity, they're maximizing it on Instagram. They're making Instagram, they want Instagram to be a one-stop shop. Obviously, there's other platforms and there's different uses for other platforms. But for example, like Instagram is bringing out subscriptions. And the reason that they're bringing out subscriptions is because think about it like I have these online courses. So what happens is everybody uses Instagram to market. They then take them off of the Instagram platform onto Kajabi, Teachable, ClickFunnels, whatever it is, and the money goes to those companies. So what's Instagram doing? They're going, well, I want some of the money to stay here. All right. So that's why they brought out subscriptions so that you can have private course content on Mm -hmm. your platforms. And subscriptions are also kind of the way the world's going. But um, 
when they when I saw that they brought out NFTs, the thing is like they've never brought out cryptocurrency. They've never brought out a version of Instagram doesn't have their own coin. You know, they've never brought out something like that. So even though like cryptocurrency is very viable and very powerful, there is a reason that they've jumped on NFTs mm-hmm. and they've got the top level experts in the world advising them, the richest people. I don't know if you're mm-hmm. how conspiracy theorist you are, but they've got Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> Elon, yeah. Le- oh, what's his name? Elon e- Musk. Elon Musk. Oh, I can't talk yeah. today. Elon Musk, all these people are telling you they talk amongst each other and they know what's happening in the world. And if mm-hmm. they're implementing NFTs on Instagram, it's because they see that it is a huge part of the future. So they're jumping mm-hmm. on it now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know how it's going to work on Instagram. I don't, I can't, again, not being the an NFT expert or understanding how that's going to work but i imagine they're going to have some sort of licensing Mm -hmm. ai or something so that Mm -hmm. you can show obviously show off your your nft Mm -hmm. on there correct and and the ones that you're part of so yeah i'm excited to see what they do with it yeah yeah, it's gonna. It, it it's a really, really interesting space, and I think you know, for anyone who says you know, oh, it's a fad, or it's not going, you know, it's not gonna be around in a year's time. I think like they don't quite understand the technology, and I would just encourage, like you've done, you went away and you did your research. That that's the biggest thing I keep saying to people. Like you know, go away and form your own opinion, your own thoughts. Go and read, you know, multiple different things, not just people who are saying it's the future, but people who are saying it's maybe not the future, and form your own opinion. This is what I want people to do. Like be curious but be open-minded and and don't miss out especially as a woman because you know naturally we are a little bit more risk adverse we're a bit more time poor you know lots of women are bringing up their kids they don't necessarily have time to sort of you know be spending 30 hours researching into what an NFT is but just just do find the time listen to some podcasts you know read a few articles google what is an NFT you know like I'm sure we've all we've all done that we've all been there and just 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 listen just upskill yourself please don't miss out on this opportunity you know like you've said as well like you know TikTok you know there's all these these platforms that have been and gone where you think oh I wish I got into that that little bit sooner and I feel like web3 is coming and it's just how we sort of make sure that we are progressing and you know we're we're not being left behind as women so Casey look it's been an absolute honor speaking with you today and honestly your course is absolutely incredible And I just want, you know, obviously I'm excited for our sisters to get access to it. But, you know, for those that want to go and check you out and, you know, get your coaching, learn more about you, where should they go? Obviously Instagram, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Instagram, Instagram's still my, my go-to platform. So, um, obviously check that out. Casey, C-A-S-E-Y underscore Iola, I-O-L-A. I know it looks like Lola, but it's Iola. Um, I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so check that out. You'll see. I mean, I don't really have, I have a kind, I kind of have a website, but I'm still very much like I'm very personal with everybody. So chances are, if you come to my page, if it's not been a crazy week or something like that, I'm going to send you a hello. Like, hey, I still like to get to know everybody and speak personally to everybody. Um, so yeah, if anybody wants any help with anything, please feel free just to DM me. 
like I'm still absolutely yeah, still very personal. absolutely and we'll definitely get you in on a webinar once we've launched you know to sort of do you know I think that's going to be really really powerful because I'm sure that lots of um the sister holders will have many questions about the course as they go through it so it'd be great to have you you know on a webinar you know talking and helping and coaching them as well mm, as they sort of yeah. go through your course and help people go from yeah. time poor to time rich yes and escape the nine to five but thank you so much it's been absolute joy and pleasure and um yeah i can't wait to keep on having conversations with you as we all grow and learn about this new space thank you so much thank you so much for having me Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give a little share on your social. And if you have time, please leave a review. And I hope to see you next time. Take care.